Yo, welcome to the Cool Kids Table, Charles Benoit. Today I've got my good friend Kim Mansoor, dancer, influencer, choreographer, and professional smiler. Welcome to the Cool Kids <laughs> Table, Kim. You're a cool kid. How do you feel? I feel amazing. Thank you so much for having me, Charles. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. It's great to have you. <laughs> so, I always like to kick things off on the Cool Kids Table. What makes you tick? What makes you excited to get out of bed this in the morning? What makes you excited? Mm, what makes me excited in the morning? Well, actually, of course, being able to wake up and I'm excited to do my little meditation. Mm -hmm. But uh, I always think about what I'm going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it the night before. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laying in bed, like, just tomorrow, like, I cannot wait I'm to gonna make breakfast. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to make that. And then I wake up ready to execute. Yeah, it's ready to <laughs> execute. Great wording with that. Meditation, though. You big on the meditation game? Yeah. And, um, you know, I had a phase um, that I was doing it constantly every day. Mm hmm and then I got into phase of uh, hustle mode and grind mode. And now mm -hmm. it's the phase where it's balancing itself out. So I'm not like as consistent. I don't do it every day, mm -hmm. but I, I utilize what I do have, even if it's like a few moments of just staying in bed a little longer. Yeah. And, or just closing my eyes, even as I lay down and breathe and I take just a moment mm -hmm. before I get up and start the day. And, you know, I utilize that, but I make sure that I, take those moments to just like breathe and be present yeah that moment of silence is so powerful just to just before you start the day because as soon as you look at that phone you're in the world you're in the world and you take off from yesterday you pick off pick mm -hmm. up what you left yesterday and it's like that stuff don't you know yeah i mean things matter but right now what you have right now is now oh yeah especially in this like kind of digital age we're in i mean we're kind of in the era of the handheld internet so it's just like you have to protect that personal space of your it, it's your bed. I always look at it as like that's your safe space where you're at at home and you have to protect that in the like especially right in the morning because you can wake up first thing you open your eyes and you're on Instagram. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. And you got to set the tone. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you know some of us we wake up and we look at the phone and we think oh okay I got to do this and I, let me look at what is there in front of me and mm -hmm. then I will know how I feel. But if I take a moment to breathe and I decide how I feel and then I see what's around me, mm -hmm. you know, because then I see it different. Yeah, absolutely. Just taking that moment to center, set your intentions for the day. Exactly. And to make your magic happen. So what <laughs> you been working on lately? So recently I've been studying a lot. I've mm -hmm. been learning um, for my personal training certification. Congrats on that. Yes, I'm excited to start training. Mm -hmm. And, you know, anyway, I'm at the gym almost every day and mm -hmm. I love fitness. So I'll I'm just using what I have now to multiply whatever if I'm if it's the value I give people mm -hmm. or you know whatever comes with it but I feel like if I'm gonna work at the gym I might as well take everything I can yeah that's yeah. awesome that's really <laughs> awesome now we've talked a lot about spirituality I always find moments when I'm running on the treadmill that I find that close to like almost a meditative state when you get there how would you say that your sp spirituality relates to your fitness do you believe there's a connection there of course, of course. I feel like there is no um, real difference between mm -hmm. uh, outside and inside. I like it when I go to the gym, I put my headphones and I just go into my, my own zone, mm -hmm. my world. And, you know, everything around me is just like it doesn't exist. And then it's just me and my reflection in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I start to count. Like sometimes I listen to music. Um, but sometimes I like to work out to like beats and instrumentals because mm -hmm. I can focus on the 
on the counting and the breathing. So whatever really? it is, yeah, whatever it is I'm thinking about, if I came with problems or things on my mind, when I start working out and I start doing the counting and one, two, mm-hmm. three, that's also meditative, you know, because you, you can kind of drift away a little bit, but you got to keep counting because your body, you feel everything your body is going through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's really interesting. Do you ever um, exercise to frequencies? Um, what does that mean exactly? Like high vibrations, like wavelengths. Oh. You know, have you ever heard of like frequencies that there's like spiritual frequencies and different yeah. things like that? Do you ever meditate with those or I, work out to them? To meditate to those, yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually I like it. I like to switch it up because mm-hmm. my thing is if I set a routine and I'm going to tell myself from now on, I'm going to wake up every morning and I'm going to do breathing meditation. Mm-hmm. Immediately I don't want to do it anymore just because I said Really? It. Just because so you say every morning. Just because I said it. Every time I put a restriction of myself, mm-hmm. on myself or I say this is exactly how it should go, Yeah. my soul or spirit, whatever it is in me, it immediately finds a way to break the restriction. Really? So how so, do you find your way around that? I switch it up. I, I, I remember, okay, what is my... Of course, there's had to be a little bit of self-discipline mm-hmm. of, of continuing to do. Um, but just like... Sometimes I would do a breathing meditation and sometimes I would do guided meditation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes within that time frame of my morning meditation, sometimes I would go downstairs by the pool and I'll just listen to the birds. So mm-hmm. honestly, it's like the self-discipline is just to make the time. Yeah. Now this in this time, I'm going to do whatever my spirit wants to do, mm-hmm. whether if it's the breathing meditation or going outside or being in the sun. Yeah. But I still get whatever I need to get from it. You know? So you listen to what you really need. Yeah, inside. it's almost like, you know, every day if you're going to eat the same thing, you're going to get bored. Yeah. You got to eat it different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different things. <laughs> I'm crying. I can't eat you. <laughs> well, you got to. You know, I you mean, know. it's your, your, your famous you got- quote, I've got to feed the ass. <laughs> right. You got to at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 150%. Um, I'd like to hear, and you've told me this, but I'd love the audience to hear the journey of the ass. Because like, <laughs> like, I'm sure they've seen it on your, your your TikTok and your socials, that one video in the classroom. I'll link it in below, but it's it's gold. But I mean, I think that it's a very motivational um, idea that you were working with there. Yeah. So I mean, I'd love to <laughs> tell the audience about that. So, okay, I'll, I'll tell you like the real thing. It was me, shout out to my best friend, Sylvia. Sylvia, shout out. Um, we were at the beach one day and we were taking shroomies Mm -hmm. and, um, and we were just talking about how like happy we are that we, you know, I think we were talking about how we worked out this morning or we did something. We were happy that we did it. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) and Sylvia was just saying something about like, I don't know what I would do without the ass, (laughs) (laughs) but she meant like without waking up and working out and doing Mm -hmm. these things and just having that lifestyle and, we were just saying about how it's funny that, you know, it's not really about like having the result of actual the gains, mm-hmm. but actually working for it and having that purpose of waking in the morning and saying like, whatever it is that bothers me, I have a mission. You know what I mean? You know, the mission happens it's the to goal. be fitting it's just the building the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the real, the real fun is just, and we were talking about it and somehow we realized that it doesn't matter how much you're going to work out, you're not going to get to a final destination mm-hmm. of that. Because even when you get the gains, you still got to maintain Oh, something. absolutely. You still got to go It's a lifestyle change. Yeah, you mm-hmm. still got to put in the work. You still got to eat the food. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. So you really, and then if you, only, if you only do it for the result, you're not going to be con, uh, consistent. Yeah. Because you're waiting for results and it's not going to be enough and then you lose motivation. But when you do it for the process, 
like you know i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna make this food and i'm gonna work out and just the the, the lifestyle like you said mm-hmm. so you know it's a beautiful journey it's <laughs> wonderful yeah no you have to when you want to make a difference like that in your life it, whether whatever goal you're looking at you have to live the lifestyle that that goal requires no matter what it is like right. it, to, to be an influencer to be famous to be an artist you have to constantly be putting in that effort to be the lifestyle of the person you want to be right and i don't think a lot of people understand that right it's a, right. It's a huge lifestyle shift I, I learned that in my weight loss i don't know if you've ever i ever told you that i used to be like 350 pounds that's crazy you told me that once and mm-hmm. i still couldn't believe it yeah no i just like i want i had to change my lifestyle to do like i've always looked at that and i'm just like i don't know how to get there but it's it's a battle of every day you have to change that automatic automatic thought of this is what i want right you have to see what you can't see mm-hmm. you know and this was the funny thing i don't know how many of you guys saw the video of the fat ass mind state you, you, you <laughs> should you hurry state. up and go and watch that video if you haven't already <laughs> 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 but we were talking about the example of the sculpture mm-hmm. you know what i mean and how he doesn't create a statue out of nowhere he reveals to us the statue that is already existing, mm. you know? So you look in the mirror and some people see whatever they think about themselves and they say, oh my God, I look crazy or whatever, whatever. But you have to see the beauty within you. Yeah. You know? And then from that, when you see it, before you can actually see it with your eyes, you have to see it with your, like, from inside, mm-hmm. you know? To see how powerful you are in that, you know, that beauty comes from you treating yourself in that way, not from what is going to look outside from your decision. Yeah. You know, and how you see yourself in the first place, that's where it's really coming from, you know. But that's crazy. You lost all that weight yeah. and you're still having that lifestyle and getting better every day. <laughs> For sure. I am in the gym game just like you every day. Yeah. I don't make as many good videos, but... That's grateful, there. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, we can take this topic to, I think I'd love to hear your thoughts on manifestation along these lines mm-hmm. because you've dropped so many hot takes with me just as in our casual conversations about um, that visualization, that it, what you want in your life, what you want to change has to be, you have to visualize it, believe it. Yeah. So I'd love to hear what you have to say. Wow, it's um there's so much to so many ways to look at it, you mm-hmm. know, because I feel like when it comes to manifesting it's something that we're already doing every second. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think a major part of it is our emotion because I can know what I want, right? Let's say let's say I want I don't know, a house or love, whatever it is. And let's say in a way I'm waiting for it. Yeah. But I can be two things. I can be sad or irritated that it's not here yet, mm-hmm. or I can be excited that it's coming. Yeah. So it's my emotions about things. Cause I feel like people be like, how do I manifest? How do I manifest? But you gotta stop caring about what you manifest and you have to care about the manifestation, the act itself mm. of things coming into being. And when that is your joy, then you don't, you're not attached to outcome. You're not attached to, almost what you can sense or or physically experience it's not the how it's the where you are yeah it's the emotional view as mm-hmm. a creator creating something that you envision that you want that a desire that was in in you you know and then of course you get to experience in physical world which is the best part yeah um, but it's really about understanding and knowing that those things are here mm. i don't need to see it to know that it's here i don't need a proof I know what the proof is and because in my inner world, everything already already exists, you know, mm-hmm. 
And if it didn't exist, then why would I even have the desire in the first place or the vision in the first place? Yeah. Where do they come from, these visions? Mm -hmm. From the world where everything is exists, you know? Oh, yeah. It has to exist if you want it. It really does. Why would, why would we crave something that doesn't, isn't possible? Right. Absolutely. It's yeah. so fascinating. You've, you've really studied a lot about this. How did you really get into all of this? What opened the door for you? Hmm. I would say um, <clears throat> it my, my journey with spirituality started with just asking questions um, from a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe we talked about it in a car one day, mm -hmm. or maybe we haven't, but in, my, in the city that I grew up in, it was a very small town in the desert, and I was the, me and my brother were the only... Um, only ones mixed with Filipino mm -hmm. and majority of the people around me were um, not necessarily orthodox but religious mainly yeah. Israel is a religious country and and my mom she came from a Catholic family even though she converted to Judaism but yeah. the majority of the questions were about you know are you a real Jewish or you know or like it, it was just a lot of things that made me wonder you know why I'm being taught about who God is and I don't know, I'm being taught that he's going to punish people if they're going to do something wrong or if they're going to yeah. eat a certain thing that they're not allowed to. But, mm -hmm. you know, and well, a funny thing, one example is the kids, one of the kids once t one time told me, you know, if your mom eats pork, then she's going to get punished. Yeah. And she ate noodles with a flavor <laughs> of pork. And I remember I looked outside the window, all sad, thinking, really, yeah. it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, this gotta be some bullshit <laughs> because like these people really believe that somebody is going to punish or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like whatever I'm saying right now, I feel like God can hear me and mm -hmm. I can't feel nothing else but love. So yeah. what are they telling me? Mm -hmm. You know, I already felt like, okay, the question is what started the search for what, what is God and who am I yeah. and where do I even belong to? If mm -hmm. not here, where do I belong to? You know? And later on in my life, these questions led me to find way more than I even asked, you know? That's wonderful. <laughs> That's really beautiful to just think about where you exist with God and in that whole relationship. I think yeah. that's what everybody, I think that's the journey of life is to see where we fit in a line with our creator because the creator creates creations that create more. Right, right. And then we all have, you know, human beings have a conceptual mind. Mm -hmm. We want to put everything in concepts. And what's right and what's wrong. And it's all in relation to what we've been taught and believe in. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. The way um, I feel like it's just so important to ask questions. And then certain things that happen when they do happen and you wonder, why is this happening? Or why is it like that? Later on, you, it makes sense to you. Why? Yeah. Divine timing. Yeah. It all happens in time. You can go through the hardest term in your life and you'll look back at that and be like, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Exactly. Over and over and over again. And in the retrospective people getting upset about their like manifestations or their spirituality not coming out the way they picture it. It's just like, look back at everything that you have. You could be living in a place that you manifested for yourself. Like you have to reflect on your thoughts over the past several years or over the, over your life. And you'll start to see all the little alignments that aligned with what you were thinking and brought exactly. you to where you are. Exactly. This is a major thing, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's, it's like you have to be present in the moment because if you're not happy with your manifestation, it means you're waiting on something to happen so you'll be happy with it. Mm -hmm. But you said something that is very true and we are able to build momentum by looking at what we have now. 
you know, because, you know, we think to ourselves, okay, we're going to have something. And then when I have that thing, I'm going to have some kind of happiness that right now I don't have. Yeah. But you can't get there from there. You can't. You're going to keep waiting. But Absolutely. Until you yeah, start wait, Waiting is just a perpetual pool in your mind. Yeah. If you're sitting there constantly thinking, why isn't this happening? Why isn't this happening? You're in a, you're in a circle because then you're not allowing yourself to think about all of the beautiful things that could be. Exactly. Instead of you're wondering of everything that's behind you that's not. Exactly. Um, I've mentioned this book before on my podcast. I think I mentioned it to you, jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, you did, you did. I did, yeah. But it's it's a philosophy that I've been big into lately is um, the reason why not to be happy. A thought that I've been really wrestling with lately, not wrestling, but cultivating in my mind um, is like you can go through a lot of ups and downs and... I always ask myself lately, like when I'm feeling sad or depressed or down, I think like, why am I sad right now? And I was happy earlier, but nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. So that happiness is always inside of you. And it's your choice to, can you, you raise that vibration or you don't. And I think that's a really fundamental part of life is to choose. You have to choose to constantly always try to be happy because no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, it is important to understand that there are seasons. Absolutely. You know, there is a time for sunshine. There is Mm -hmm. a time for rain. And I think uh, a lot of people feel like they do have to find happiness all the time. But, you know, I feel like it's almost like everything is in constant movement, like ocean. And you are yourself as a, as a spirit, as you know, not just body, you're in constant movement. Mm -hmm. You know, you're always looking for more ways to expand. So there are times you're going to feel like you're not happy and resisting it going to bring more unhappiness. Mm -hmm. But once you learn how to distinguish who you really are, then you're not attached to these emotions. They come and go Mm -hmm. like thoughts. They come and go. Absolutely. You know, just just navigators. They just show you where you are and, mm-hmm. and how you perceive things. It's your emotion. But I feel like you, with what you've been through and your understanding of life, you learn how to place yourself in, in different places to perceive it from different degrees. And then you can af- affect how you feel about certain things. Absolutely. It's a perspective that exactly. you gain throughout your life. Exactly. 150%. It comes with being, um, being able to let go of self. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful thing. Yeah, to really step back and see the whole picture. I always like to think about that as, it was a good point. Like what I said is like, why couldn't I have been happy? But like, I just think that the general effort to put forward to be happy should be there. But there's only so, like there's only lessons that you can learn from the dark. And there was another podcast here. I can't remember which one it was on, but she had a really beautiful point that the darkness is just as divine as the light. It is. There's no part of you that's not divine because you're you're a divine being. You're being of, of light, but you can't have light without darkness. Exactly. And with that balance, you can't learn to appreciate the good times without going through the dark exactly. and learning that inner strength that you have to push through anything. Exactly. They all, they exist in relation to each other, you know? It's like I wouldn't even be able to tell what is rough if i didn't know what soft is yeah you know and if i you know 
I can hold this bottle and tell you, oh, it's pretty, it's cold, you know, but mm -hmm. it's it's cold in relation to my temperature of yeah. my body. There's two sides, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a major thing because once you understand that is it is as divine, and there is really no different difference between the two. It's just two sides, the other side of the coin. Then you start to say, okay, I could be unhappy, or I could be I have a, a sad or a bad day, whatever we call it, and still be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very very true. That's awesome. Everything <laughs> is just that balance. It's the everything is two sided. Yeah. The more you try to fight the darkness, it's just going to grow. It's it, going to keep coming at you. Exactly. Sometimes it's like swimming in the ocean. You just have to let that wave hit you. Exactly. And I think this is where we can use our imagination because, you know, if there is a situation that right now I swear it's the worst situation. Right. I'm like, mm -hmm. how could this happen to me? Like, this is so bad. But if I'm able to reveal to myself what is on the other side of the coin, you know, like they say, look at the, um, this, I don't know how to say English exactly, mm -hmm. but in Hebrew we have that quote of look at the um, full cup on the half that is full mm -hmm. rather than on yeah, the half that yeah, is Yeah, no, empty. that's that makes sense. It's like just look at the same situation from a different degree, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like you can look at something from one point of view and say this is really, really bad. And somebody else in a, in the world gonna look at your situation and, and be say, like, I wow, wish I that really was want that. Right. So if you are able to reveal to yourself what's on the other side of the coin, the question is, what do you say that you do to connect with that connection of everything and like detach from self? To detach from self? Yeah. I would say to pull back, retreat. I think a lot of people would say that retreating is weakness and like, oh, you should just keep going, keep grinding, keep doing this. But I think it's so incredibly important to find your way of retreating. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Whether that be you pull back for a day, you mm -hmm. don't do anything and you just sit in bed and you just, you pour water back into your own garden. And I find that through just art, it's making stuff that's just for me that only I'll see that I enjoy creating or really going into nature and mm -hmm. feeling that and just reconnecting back to the world because in where we live, almost everything that we've is man-made that we are existing in through the social media, through like all of our problems. It's all of things that isn't natural. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I don't know if that's the right term for that. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But I you just have to pull, you have to unplug. Right, right, right. You have to remind yourself that you don't really know anything. Mm -hmm. it all, it, it's like um, when you go in nature, I think it's so helpful because, you know, like I said before, we have the conceptual mind. Mm -hmm. And like if you look at a dog, he does something, but he doesn't think anything of what he is doing. Mm -hmm. You know, we do and then we think about what we do. Yeah. And then we think about what we're going to do later. And then we think about what we did. We all... All the time we think and think and think. And, and that's, you know, the mind can't help but think the same way Scorpio can't help but stink, stench, however you say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the nature yeah, yeah. of this thing. It's just here to do that, you mm -hmm. know? But the dog isn't like just like we are when we lay down for a nap. We're thinking about everything that we've got to do when we get up. Yeah, we like, but, should I take this nap? Do yeah, I even have time? But, but, but then that dog is just thinking how good it feels to lay down. Exactly. It's just doing what it's doing in mm -hmm. the moment it's doing it. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to eat, it's time to eat. When it's time to go to the restroom, it's time to go to the restroom. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we have a more developed life. We have a more complex life and things that we are doing. But at the same time, it's all so simple. 
mm-hmm. it's so simple you know when when you want to talk to a friend talk to a friend mm-hmm. or you know when it's time and of course there is time when we have to and this is i think like when it comes to physical world where mm-hmm. we have to remember that the physical world is like the other side of spirit mm-hmm. or like just as if it's like as if the the spiritual world pushed out it's like the physical world if that yeah. makes sense you no, know that makes sense so with that being said we can make sh- like we can remember that our mind is conceptual and we don't have to be slaves to our own concepts mm-hmm. but still there are things that we want to do and accomplish that we will have to take action it sometimes it wouldn't feel so fun but for me personally when i remember why i'm doing it it becomes fun yeah you know mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah and i think that goes along with how you you have to connect to that spiritual side of you and i think that a lot of people to spirituality is really just yourself mm-hmm. it is connecting with what do you like to do what inspires you what makes you feel relaxed what makes you happy and that's that's where real spirituality comes from because I think that each of us, I find it fascinating that all of us on earth like different things. Mm -hmm. We love, we have different art that we all appreciate. We have different music that we all appreciate, different things that we like to do. I think that that comes from somewhere else because we're human beings and really humans really only need food, water, sleep, and that's it. (laughs) Right. But, but like, it's more than that, but why would what part of us likes to do those things? Right. And, and I think that must be something outside. That must be something spiritual. I so connect, you have to, to, in order to, you have to connect, in order to connect, you have to do those things. Yeah, it's, it's so true. It's like if you look at the ocean and you have those, you know, shrimp, they eat what's in the shrimp. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. You know, it all goes back to food. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you have shrimp. We know there. where your mind's at. <laughs> The, you have fish that clean the ocean. You have mm-hmm. fish, they eat other fish. But all I'm saying is that it's an ecosystem that the organisms that are in the water, mm-hmm. their purpose is to keep the water either clean and help other species to evolve. Mm-hmm. The whole ecosystem is a self-served, beautiful mechanism that doesn't need no interference. Yeah, And it's the same thing, you know, for every species it's needed for something, mm-hmm. then your talents and the things that make you happy are needed for the ecosystem of the yeah, world. Exactly. You know, but they teach us a lot of things and you grow up and they teach you, oh, it's not going to be money in that, it's going to be hard in that industry, yeah. it's going to be this. And there has to be some kind of like awareness of the world and mm-hmm. the time that we live in to understand how to provide the tools that we enjoy, yeah. how to provide the value that we can give. But we have to take time to do those things, you know? And I, on along that point, just as, like, we do what we love to do. And so many people told me before I moved to Los Angeles that being a photographer, being an artist, and living in Los Angeles is going to be so hard for you. So difficult. You're not going to be happy. But do the shrimp, are they, do you think, that, <laughs> like, do you think they're unhappy doing what they're meant to be doing? Because the universe always provides for them. They've got enough food. They've got the the ocean. They're happy. They're swimming around. They're and they're eating and they're just living their lives, ro- right. making their purpose. And just as for me, being an artist in Los Angeles, doing a podcast, meeting cool people, I have not yet been not provided for. Every the universe has always been. I'm very grateful to say first, but I have never haven't run into that. It's always worked out. Just because like I put my love and joy into what I do and working with other people and 
when you start when you start doing what you do with love you'll be taken care of right that's so true because love is is the type of vibration that when you own that vibration nothing everything goes through you mm-hmm. you know what i mean even if i want to plug my charger right now i'm mm-hmm. going to need some kind of receptor yeah that's going to accept what i'm you know yeah. what i'm saying but it's like if you vibrate on a level that you're able to find all those things that make it hard mm-hmm. they're going to come to you yeah when you think it's going to be hard it's going to be really hard for you, you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. when you on that frequency of like i'm doing it with love and when you do things with love, you know that there is no, there's no such thing as not enough mm-hmm. or, or any real obstacle because, you know, it, even obstacles, small ones, you know, the same way if a river is trying to find the ocean mm-hmm. and it has rocks and everything, it's still going to find the ocean because that's nature. Yeah. The only way to stop it is if we interfere mm-hmm. with human hands wow. and mind, you know, but if you let things be ha- natural, then it flows that the love flows it's not something i have to bring out yeah i have to allow i have to not interfere with the natural order Mm -hmm. yeah don't be the block to your own river exactly it's 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 very true you know you you can define all kinds of diseases but you can't define health maybe by saying it's a lack of disease but you can't define it because it's the only truth everything else is apparent and I can define it. It goes, it comes, it's whatever health? it is. But health is the only reality there is. Can you define that? Go so, deeper in that. For example, if I got hurt and I have a wound mm-hmm. and I can, you know, I'll try to, to touch it and poke it. and But until the moment I let it heal on its own, it's not oh, going to yeah. go. There you go. And I don't have yeah. to put any reason or any concept to make it heal on its own. I don't have to sit here and focus and making it heal with my mind mm-hmm. my body has enough intelligence that it needs to to do it on, mm-hmm. on its own as a matter of fact the universe is doing it for me mm-hmm. i just have to allow it you know and it's the same thing with love it's the same thing with success this is the only reality there is and but because we live in a world that is dual and things have two sides then you can either focus on the lack of it or the presence of it mm-hmm. but there's no real darkness you know it's just absence of light there's Mm. no real disease it's just absence of but it's there it's there for us yeah just focus on that yeah that's awesome yeah and it's like you could scratch that wound all day long and it won't heal just get in your way right right it's and it's it's a hard thing because you know we be like i know exactly how we should go and i know exactly i see everybody around me and they tell me how i should do things and how we should go and how my career should go but it's so hard to just let it happen and, and just commit to the unknown. It's the hardest thing. But once you do it and once you get in there, I feel like being an entrepreneur helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Of understanding like, okay, sometimes I don't know when my next gig is going to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to come. Yeah. But they always come. They always do. They always they do. They always right? do. Just like I was saying earlier. It's like you go with love. It will be there. It will, it will come. It, right. Like it might get hard. I'm not going to lie. There have been months that are difficult because work is slow. But have I ever not gotten by? A gig right. has always popped up. Right. Someone that I least expected to hear from called me. and was just like, hey, I need you to do a video shoot. I need you to do something. It comes. It comes. And, and, and you know, you couldn't. Most of the most amazing things that happen in my life, I couldn't even predict. Mm-hmm. I could have an idea of what I want or direction, but still I couldn't predict it to the detail. It had to be divine. And when it doesn't come, the universe is telling you to grow. It's telling you to, okay, like 
I need you to, I'm like, if I got job doesn't come to me, what am I going to do? I'm going to market. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to do that. But, and, but doing so is going to teach me how to get more. Right. And when you, it teaches you those, those skills, then you can use it to get more. It's, it's, it's helping you in right. reality. It's like entrepreneurship. You know, I, the, like Mark has always told me this, or you need that little bit of fear. You need that little bit of, of, uh oh, what's going on? Where's my next paycheck? You need that to the mo- to be have the motivation to grab more. Yeah. And when you take those steps, that's when faith comes in. Jump in the net will appear. You're learning to grab the higher fruit. Right, and you can't trick yourself. You can't trick the universe. You can't want to have it in the comfortable way and go after it. You can't. You got to place yourself in a position that you're hungry for it. Mm-hmm. You have to place yourself in a position that you know that's all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying don't find another thing to invest in yourself yeah those things are good but make sure you manage your time in a way that you have the capacity energy wise and physically wise to still do the things that make you happy you know don't let that take too much away of that my next question for you is we've talked a lot about numbers and the last person i had on here I had a great story about when she started seeing numbers for the first time when you reached that alignment so what's the story of when you first started seeing your your angel numbers, the 444s, the 111s, all that? So in Israel, we have military time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would notice them the numbers sometimes, and I wouldn't give a lot of thought to it because I didn't really understand. But I knew it meant something. And at the time, I would tell myself, I think somebody is thinking about me right mm-hmm. now, and that's why I'm seeing it. Yeah. And uh, of course, somebody is thinking about me all the time. Source is thinking about me all the time. It never takes away its gaze from me. But, um, you know, I was seeing those numbers. And then when I came here um, to L.A., I started knowing more about the zodiac signs. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember exactly how I started meeting on the zodiac signs. I I think I started meeting, like, a lot of people, and I didn't have enough time to get to know everybody, so I just Mm -hmm. judged everybody by zodiac sign. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a way to do it in L.A. Let me Google it. Are we even compatible? (laughs) Why would I even invest the time if you were a Scorpio? That's the L.A. way to do it. <laughs> the little wind <laughs> got me. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. I'm crying. My bad, Mark. I'm screaming. Scorpio. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but in LA, I felt like I met so many people from so different places and different mindsets and different vibes, and I was so interested. Yeah, you know. And then, of course, LA is a place where you know we're we're very much like influenced by that. A lot of people, you know, they'd be like, "What's your sign? And what's your this? And what's your that?" And I mean, it's interesting, um, but still, we can't define ourselves just by that. Oh yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what all that means because some of it's really accurate. Yes, um, accurate. I feel like it is. It is true. Like the placement of the stars mm-hmm. where New was born, um, have a like some an energy on you because you know if Moon is close to the Earth, then it affects the ocean. Our body is mostly water, so these things have power. Mm-hmm. I think from what I have experienced, because I've met Geminis who are not even like me, mm-hmm. but what was similar was the way they were reading the outside world. Yeah. Somewhere in that little processing vortex, there was something similar. Mm-hmm. By the way they un- like understood the, the, what they were being perceived, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but then that's my theory. I know everybody is a different person. So it's perception for you. Yeah, it's like 
there are things that are similar, mm-hmm. but then everybody do something different with it. Mm-hmm. You know, as Gemini's, we have this thing that we can see both sides of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and we get a bad rap for that. Right at a young age, it's kind of messy because you you really do see two sides, and you don't know which side is the one to believe in. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the good, and then you see the bad, and then this person is somebody you love, but then the same person is somebody you hate. You know, it's like see, I got called out on this the other day. Yeah, I was talking, to, I was talking to somebody, and they were just they they asked me my sign, and I was just like, I'm a Gemini, and they're just like, Oh, a Gemini, like you're two faced. I'm like, Hold up, pause <laughs> for a second. I think that Gemini's have the ability to see both sides. I yeah. think I don't think it's a two faced thing. I just think that Gemini's are going to take a minute, take a beat, and look at the situation. And be like, okay, I'm getting this from you right now, but what's the other side of you? Or right. like, what's like this is this what this is the situation? What's like, what's the other story here? You're not just going to settle on one side of the story exactly. and believe that. I want to know the whole picture before I make my decision, before I make my statement, and before I make my ideas right 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 i think we have um like an intellectual power you know that we can place our mind on different places view in the same story mm-hmm. and we are emotional in our way but we don't attach too much emotion mm-hmm. that's why we're able to jump from one perception to another mm-hmm. you know and then that's why we're able to relate to so many different people and, and and their sides of the story and it's not like i'm taking sides but this person is talking to me and I look at them and I understand that from their perception, they're not lying. This is their truth. Yeah. And then that person is talking to me and telling me their side of the story, but whatever they say, and it's their truth. Yeah. I can't say you're wrong and you're right. Mm-hmm. There is no wrong or there right. There is no wrong or right. You're right. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I know we get the the call that we're two-faced, yeah. but I feel like we're just able to see all sides of the story and not yeah. like say, okay, this there's only one truth. Yeah. Because we want to see the other side. We don't want to see the face that they're putting out. Exactly. And by the time we made one conception, we're already thinking about the next conception. We're already questioning that too. Always on to the next yeah. thing. We think a lot. Yeah. We a think lot. a lot and fast. Uh, if so fast, I get overwhelmed. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Sometimes I want to post things on Instagram. Like if I do a video and I talk and I watch it and at first I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I have to post it. If I wait one day and I don't post it, the second time I watch it, or the next time, yeah. I'm like, what was what I was thinking? I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will ever see this. And oh, then yeah. a week later, why never I posted that video? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like back and forth sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes I'll go back and be like, I don't really want to post it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just the next day. Yeah. I'm like, but, one day I'm like, yo, I'm never, I'm not posting on Instagram again. My story is now blank. There's nothing amazing. The next thing I know, I the went to the gym. The story's all blank. Is that what you just <laughs> said? <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's nothing to click. <laughs> and then I go to the gym and I happen to take, you know, a little video and I'm like, you know, the world should see this. <laughs> 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 both sides both sides <laughs> <laughs> call back to the ass yeah you know who are you serving you know yeah <laughs> uh but a point i wanted to make back a little bit with the like your idea of the zodiac signs about like the moon and stuff like that mm-hmm. um something i have always thought about was it's all about the planetary positions right um and when you think about it the moon has a gravitational force and we're mostly water. And look at how that affects the ocean. But we only see the effect of the moon because it's so close to Earth and it's able to pull on those on the waves. But that's a physical thing. Now, what gravity is something that we really don't understand as 
as humans. We haven't really figured out how that all works, gravity right. and time and all of that. Now, we're spiritual beings. We're, thir- we're four-dimensional beings or whatever dimension we are. With the zodiac signs, that's with the alignment of the planets. Don't you think that their gravitational pull, like they're further from Earth for sure. We don't, we can't feel it, feel it. But who's to say that our spirits don't? That like all, Neptune all the way out in the middle, all mm-hmm. the way out there, that gravitational pull still exists. So how do we know that we're not affected by that spiritually when we're born, when we're coming into this, you know what I mean? That's right. all the forces in the playing field. Right, right, right. Man, that is so interesting, you know, and and no, it is interesting because we don't know exactly how it affects. I didn't. Did you ever do your birth chart? Yeah, I've done that. I'll show uh, you it after the podcast. Yeah, show me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did mine too. And almost like, not almost every planet affects, you know, something one of your houses. Yeah, when you when you and, and whatever it is, it's like, wow, it's so interesting when I think about it. Like, I wouldn't even be able to imagine how everything re- exactly affects us. I know they say that some planets affect your, you know, fortune and then emotional side. And, and your then love intellectual or side. your money. Yeah. Exactly. But um, but still, there is something that is um, non-physical at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if anything, because, you know, we have science of body. We, mm-hmm. we, are, we can study. I'm studying now the muscles, mm-hmm. biology, all of that. And then you have the study of the mind. Yeah. And then something with the mind or something chemical processing, Mm -hmm. I think that's what's being affected by the placement of the stars. And and then there's the part that is not physical at all. Because whatever it is you was born with and the natural things that you have, Mm -hmm. then you, I think part of our mission is to learn how to utilize it and make the most out of it. Yeah. And not like be afraid of it or say, you know, I'm a Gemini, so I'm a player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how are you going to utilize that? Yeah. You know, you got to be the, your superpower in a way. Yeah, exactly. But I wish I could know. And then there are so many planets that we don't even know. And oh, there's so it's so deep. It's the fact that we live on a rock in the middle of everything. We're not even in the middle of it. That's what I think is really fascinating. Think about how many people for so long thought the earth was in the middle of everything. It, in to, a way it is because you are, us it is. you are in the center of the universe. You're in the we center don't know of yours. How, yeah, you don't know how big. We don't know. It's expanding all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we have a non-physical part of us that is so much bigger. You know? And if you're not the body, then you are actually able to, you know, transport yourself mm-hmm. in light years. And I feel like, you know, some people, they, they learn how to ascend doing special meditations. And yeah, doing things. like astral projection. Yeah, they learn how to be able to, without the body, move around yeah. and jump into different, like, even planets, dimensions, whatever it is. Yeah. That's super sick, don't you? Like, what if what we learn in the world, in school, and, and all of that was to master our, like, superpowers? Yeah, this is a thought I had um, maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this a lot, is... Going through school at like such a young age, we're taught like math. We're taught physical fitness, physical health, all of the everything that is physical. Besides like some spiritual stuff like religion and church and they teach you the traditions, which is still kind of physical. Like besides like praying and stuff. But mm-hmm. what if like I feel like at a young age, you are so adaptive to yeah. learning new things. Like think about how fast you learn to walk, read and talk. 
within three, four years. I want to know what would happen as a young child, like being like being brought up in that, thinking about like the other dimensional mm-hmm. and like, could you strengthen powers of intuition? Could you strengthen powers of cognizance of like a deeper understanding of the, of the universe? May, like, I know it's really hippy dippy stuff, but are there powers there that we haven't tapped into? For sure. I feel like we have so many. <laughs> Sam, he's sitting back for that. I'm sitting <laughs> back for this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch position real quick. But um, no, I feel like we have a lot of, a lot of superpowers and a lot of things that we're not even capable of. And I love the idea of, you know, trying to teach this or raise awareness for that. However, I feel like language itself is a very physical thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have language because we we describe things in relation to its surrounding, you know? Yeah. But in world of non-physical, there is no language. So how am I going to use language, which is physical, to describe something that is so spiritual, that is, I, I can't even teach it because I can't really understand it with my conceptual mind, but I can feel it. Yeah. And I think this is our access to the fourth dimension, our emotion, because we can feel and sense certain things before I even realize what it is. Anything with our six senses. Exactly. I can sit here in this table and I can tell, okay, something in this energy feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like, okay, I feel comfortable. I can open up. But sometimes with with no reason, I would feel in the energy in the room and I would not even want to open up. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to tell you why. Yeah. It's just certain things. Something tells you to be quiet. Something tells you to yeah. clam up. Yeah, retreat exactly. A little bit. Exactly. So I think it's like finding a way to teach kids to Trust ask that. questions rather than give them all the answers. Mm-hmm. Teach them how to ask. I think that's that would be the next step. I would be interested to see what that society would look like. You know, it's going with your kid outside and saying, why do you think the sky is blue? And look at the flowers and... Why do you think it's like that? And I guess asking questions with them and looking at the world as as if it's brand new every day too. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the gift is being a child. Is, right. I think that a lot of us, as in the system that we're in, um, children are so looked at as like they don't under, like we the, uh, the adults know better. The adults always know the answers. They all of that. We always assume that, like, kids always assume that the adults are always right. Um, but, like, kids, I feel like they, they need a voice more. They need to be able to say, like, this is what I'm thinking. This is, like, what I'm thinking. Because those ideas are so raw. There's, it, like, they're, it's a new life. Like, what kind of ideas could, have be, could be back in the subconscious that could have been brought with them coming into this world? Right. And I saw, I thought about something really fascinating when I was shooting a family session, um, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, the, uh, beautiful family had a great time shooting out in the nature park. It was fun. But one of the things they were doing for this little girl to make her like smile and dance and be happy was they were playing, um, fifties music mm-hmm. like Elvis. And I don't know, like that was what they were playing mostly, but a lot of like the jazz 50 stuff. And they were just like, for some reason, we don't know why. She's never been exposed to it before, but she just loves that. Yeah. But do you think that when we're first 
born on this planet and we're first starting to grow up here that we start to, we, we bring something with us, some of our past memories from a past life and we start to lose that over time. What do you think of that idea? Well, I feel like in our essence, I guess that goes with the things that make us happy. What yeah. we were talking about earlier is with us and we have right, that for a reason. Right. right. I feel like, um, like before we even come in the world, we already know everything. Mm-hmm. And everything that we learned in the past life is all the things we already been knowing all along. In reality, we were never really born. <laughs> We've always been here, you know? And I think that's always been here right now is expressing itself through Charles. At the moment, you get to experience and enjoy it through Charles. But really, you've never been really born, you know? There is something in you that never changed. When you was a kid, it was there. It's some kind of awareness. And then when you grew up, it was still there, and you never changed any face. It never grew any older. You did. You do. But this thing doesn't, you know? And I think um, when we are kids, we, we know everything already, you know? And then we learn the world that we live in. We learn what is um, considered right and wrong and all of the rest of the things. But when you don't tell people what to do and how to live their life, they can find the natural way. And they're going to choose good because good is the natural way. <laughs> you know, it all starts when you start telling people what to do and what's wrong. Because when you tell them what's wrong, they think about what's wrong. And because they try to push it away, that urge grows of doing what's wrong. You know? But when you stop telling them and you let them be, put people in, in a room and leave them alone. And they have nothing else to do. And at some point, they're going to dance and sing. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it They're going to do what makes them happy. When there's nothing else to do. Wow. You just dropped. You blew my mind there like three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You dropped a lot there. There's a lot to dissect right there. The The idea of you already know everything and that you haven't, you, you've, being born isn't a concept. It's just being born into this perception of reality. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, like... <laughs> Damn, damn. Can you go in? Like, I, I'm speechless with that. <laughs> Do you have any other additional points with that? Um, it's, it's, it's hard to go through the point of realizing it because realizing it means you have to let go. Mm-hmm. And having to let go, it means I have to understand that. So you're trying to tell me that, you know, this girl, this name, this collection of bones and flesh is not me? So when it's gone, what happens then? Mm-hmm. We're so scared to let that go. We want to believe that this is us, that we're here. We, we want to have this proof that we are here, you know, and that's, that's ego. Mm-hmm. It wants to know it exists. But at some point in life, you're going to realize who you really are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is all stuff that I've always kind of thought about, but never really put into words that you put into words so beautifully. And I think that's why it's so important to have an open mind in the world. And that's the beauty of children is right. they have the op- most open mind that they'll ever have in their entire right, lives. Right, right. And with that being said, em- embrace the flesh. Yeah. It is as holy as the things that mm-hmm. are not flesh. It is as holy, you know? It's mm-hmm. like we could ignore it and be like, you know, this physical world is not real. And, you know, and I'm not really this body. So let me just act in this world as a dreamer. But then all you're going to do is live life as a dreamer. Yeah. If you really want to enjoy this world, you have to embrace the spirit, the body, the mind together. 
Yeah. So what you saying? You ready to bring children to the world? You're gonna teach them everything? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really wanted kids. <laughs> really? But I don't know. Maybe one day uh-huh. some girl would have to talk me into it. Really yeah. talk me into it. Maybe. Oh wow. What about you? Do you want kids one day? Of course. You'd be a great mother. You think so? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. You're just so sweet and kind and caring, and you want to teach. I love teaching. I um. You know, we 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 are kids too. You know, yeah. We we don't stop being kids. You know, you got you have to keep your open mind to continue being a kid. Right. It goes with the mindset of always wanting to be a student, always wanting to continue learning. Right. Because once you stop learning, you you're dying. Exactly. And I'm I'm so excited for that, and I know that it's um everything is happening according to the plan. You know? Yeah. It's um. It's the funny world we live in, you know, because some people, we, they feel like, uh, I don't think I want to bring children, but I feel like in natural way, every fl- every being of life, that's they want to reproduce, whether if it's a flower, a tree, an elephant, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing yeah. there really, this is the, the, just a natural way. It's like the most strong energy in the world, the energy of creation. But, you know, we, we live in, in a world, we have certain things, you know, it's, um, it's well, a responsibility. It's, it's creating in the way our creator created us. Yeah. We have that energy flowing in our body. It's crazy, right? Wow. I mean, creation is the most holy thing of all. Exactly. And um, for a long time uh, with religion, we learned that it's um, that, that, that sexual energy is like a bad thing. or It's like something we shouldn't talk about. But it's actually a holy thing, a beautiful thing, and it's love. Yeah, it's love and it's healing energy. Exactly, because it's it's you're creating something new. Exactly, it's the most powerful thing ever. Hundred <laughs> percent <laughs> vibes. Total vibes. <laughs> Damn, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> you got any other other points before? We wrap this. Wow, we we can talk all day, yeah, all night. We you gotta, know, when two Gemini's like come minutes. in a room, there's no oh, end. Oh yeah, there's okay. no end. We see, <laughs> we keep spinning that coin, seeing both sides over and over and exactly. over again. Exactly, we're just gonna talk about everything and all the sides. Yeah, this is just the tip of the just the tip iceberg? of the iceberg. That's what you I'm gonna have to have a part two with Kim one of these days. Exactly, we're gonna talk about more things too. Hundred percent. Um, another question. So getting your fitness um, certification, all of this, what have you learned more about yourself mm-hmm. through like who you are, your spirituality, and just the way you were talking about earlier about how you're, you're spiritual, you're flesh and bone, and what have you, what have you learned more about your spirituality and, and yourself um, within my studies and within your studies of deeper understanding the human body more, mm. because I don't think a lot, uh, the majority of people don't ever study that as deep as you are from the fitness to the nutrition, to the, um, physical training. So, wow. Um, I would say, well, to be honest with you, with my studies, I learned that my self-discipline when it comes to sitting down and studying was trash. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, sitting down over here, let me go and find some sun and you know what I mean? But, um, I would say major thing I've learned because when I was new here and I first moved to LA and I came from Israel and 
my the beginning of my journey was going after like a super unknown mm-hmm. i had no you know substance of you know what i'm saying i was going like a i didn't see where i'm going but i just focusing on my next step and what i know now because yeah. i don't know when certain things are going to happen and i don't know what exactly is going to mm-hmm. happen but i'm gonna focus on my next step now yeah and I didn't even have, I, I couldn't really plan that long because my things were having other things I was waiting for and depending on. And, you know, you, you come into a different country and you have to work on some things. Um, but then when I got the things that I wanted and that I could actually be here, you know, yeah. like legally, I was like, okay, let me make a plan and let me start executing. Now I have no time to waste and let's do it. And I went from from one place of going fully like, I'm just going to do what feels right right now Mm -hmm. to fully planning. Now I'm starting to realize how important it was. The fact that I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, because you went from straight drifting to hard on train tracks. Yeah. To now understanding the balance. Exactly. Cause it is important to know the direction and, and build your, foundation of what you want to do like whatever it is that you want to build but with that being said don't let that be so much thinking that you don't schedule or create small projects now and short-term things that you can do to excite yourself now you know because i'll be like okay you know i don't know i want to pursue this i want to study to become personal trainer i have to put all in but i still have like the dancer in me and dance that is my Mm -hmm. passion and I was doing it all the time. When I was new here, I was like, I'm just going to focus on dance class and I'm just going to go dance, dance, dance. And I was doing it. And just the, f- the act of doing it brought so many blessings. Opportunities too. You know, and I wasn't thinking nothing of it. I wasn't going to class to book nothing. I wasn't meeting people to, to possibly get hired. I just did these things because it felt right and I just wanted to do them. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it, you know. And then recently I got into the phase of going all in. I'm on the grind, I'm on a hustle, I gotta build my future, I gotta yeah. build my future, I've been waiting so long to build my future, but, you know, again, it's only here now, you know, and when I was there, not knowing what I was doing, I was already living in in, in the best mind state, you know, so, I guess the major thing I learned was just finding the balance between aiming and shooting, you know, because you don't think, 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 and then shoot, it's not, it's one action, yeah. It's like driving, you mm-hmm. know, this is the same thing with life. I'm not going to sit in the parking lot and just think, 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 and then drive without thinking. It's all together. Mm. You know, does that make That's sense? That's a very good way to put it. That's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I passed my driver test, you know, yeah. two days ago. So <laughs> I was thinking some deep thoughts about while I was being tested. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, over there, the hey, lady. Yes, Gemini's, you're overthinking it, yeah, right? Yeah, you're literally. thinking, overthinking it before you even get in the car. Literally, the lady is over there writing notes, and I'm over here thinking, life is like driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. No, but to go along with that, um, with opportunities, you can shoot, you can aim. But I always look at it as like, you have to allow room for randomness. Exactly. Because a rand- randomness is magic. That's when you can tell the universe, you throw it up to the universe. Yeah. And if I think that you put your manifestations up there of what you want, but you got to give the universe something to work with. Right. You can't just you can't just say oh, I want this and not being willing to make any changes, right. make any have that space for it to make what you want. 
Right, give it a chance. Give it a chance. So true. I'm telling you, it was a point that I was here booking, my, opening my planner. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I have work. Okay, I have free time on Wednesday and Thursday. Immediately, let me make sure I have something scheduled for that mm -hmm. day to make sure I'm staying uh, busy. Yeah. But then, you know, then life is so spontaneous. Things come out of the blue. Things change. Like there is a very unique order, even when it seems like there is a disorder. You oh, know? yeah. So it's a major thing being able to, I think it's that, that timing thing, like being able to say, okay, I'm a schedule a few times a week to maybe two, three times a week, manage the time, but I'll still like leave space. I have to leave space, you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to agree right away for something like this is another thing I've learned that in the beginning I was taking, saying a lot of yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like if it doesn't feel like mm, I want to do it, then I'm just going to. Wait until the day comes and then, you know, then decide. Yeah. Yeah. Like when people invite me to hang out, I'm like, hey, like, I'm gonna let you know the same day how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> no. The day before. <laughs> I've been living a lot like that lately. You, you have to respect that inner you because no one else is going to say that for you. No one else is going to say no if you really don't want to do something. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have to do. Like, you got to go to the DMV. Like, you got to go enjoy right. that. Like, I'm sure you don't want to do that. Yeah. But um, I can't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> go to the DMV. <laughs> no, go to the DMV. It's, you have to, you just have to make sure you stand up for Kim. You have to stand up for yourself. Right, to, to, right, right. You have to listen to that little voice of, and I think that along with it is divine. That's a little compass too. Yeah. Of just like, I don't, do I really want to do that? Does that feel right? Exactly. And it's like also, like we live in a world, we have time. And if I want to have, let's say I want to, I'm, I'm working on having a car. Mm -hmm. So one of the steps was I have to get my California driver license. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I'm thinking to myself, do I want to go to the DMV right now? No, I don't feel like going. But do I want to have a car? Yes. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to enjoy doing yeah. it because I'm thinking about the, the, thing the that, end thing. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's timing of mm -hmm. things. So it's like I imagine whenever I don't feel like studying, I just think about what I'm the goal excited to do and then out of nowhere i do want to do it and it actually feels good when i do it mm -hmm. you know if i only go for what feels right in the moment and if my joy in life is um i'm gonna eat cheesecake and skip the gym That's then true. i have a lot of development to do as a being mm -hmm. if that is my joy in life but as you as you develop then you start notice more ways that you can experience joy mm -hmm. and the second you're able to see it the second you're able to bring it into being and it takes work yeah but you know self-discipline but there's a reward mm -hmm. you know it's it's a reward you get to do it yeah you get, you to, get do it. to do it exactly. that's the that's the one thing a lot of people say i have to do this i get to do it you like gotta love it you know you get in a relationship and people think it's get it's get it get a little hard and then maybe it's not meant for me or whatever the situation is but that little work that you do on yourself or maybe with the other person whatever it is brings the best rewards the mm -hmm. best you know intimacy or friendship whatever it is that you get through even if it's like a little obstacle have you noticed after you communicate whether if it's your friend then things are always feeling better the friendship is deeper the understanding is deeper when it's done right of yeah course. of course 100 yeah. percent. the work through. the work is a good thing the work pays off exactly nobody wants to sit down and do nothing yeah a lot of people do though well, that's the thing. Well, they're not. They need ass in their life. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Oh, and it we've is. come full circle. <laughs>
<laughs> well, Kim, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the cool kids table. You are the coolest of kids so far. Aww, Can't say that. Us. They're all cool kids, but <laughs> we've known each other for. <laughs> it's a Gemini thing. It's a Gemini thing. That's what it, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. Um, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram at bossladyk, double Y underscore K, and on TikTok at Kim Mansoor. See y'all. Amazing. <laughs> and you can find me at Sibenwa Photo on Instagram, TikTok, um, and my website, sibenwafoto.com. And we out. Peace out. <laughs>